Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Bandwell. Appreciate you joining me today on this chapter day journey. We're in Hebrews chapter 11, and it was verse 1 that resonated with me. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. A number of years ago, Wendy and I were visiting friends in upstate New York when we were quite shocked to find out that Cooperstown was only 30 minutes away. So we found ourselves visiting the Baseball Hall of Fame. It was not something we'd planned on doing, but it was a lot of fun. I'm so glad we got a chance to go. As a baseball fan, I find the annual induction of individuals into the Hall of Fame interesting. For those who are unaware, there's been a lot of controversy in recent years regarding players who used or allegedly used performance-enhancing steroids back in the 90s and just after the turn of the century. The Baseball Writers Association, who's responsible for voting players into the hall, has refused to induct any of the top performers of that era into the Hall of Fame. Now, my opinion doesn't really matter, so I'm not going to offer it here. If you do want to know, you can just buy me a pint and, and we can chat about it. One of the arguments, however, is that to refuse great players and induction into the Hall is hypocritical. Many players in the Hall of Fame were great players who were downright lousy human beings. It's well documented that many of them cheated in the manner of their era by doctoring balls or stealing signs. So why refuse players of the steroid era? This came to mind as I read today's chapter, which is well known to many as the, quote, Faith Hall of Fame, end quote. The author of the letter to the Hebrews is making the argument that it is faith in God that is the key spiritual activator, not good deeds, not purity, not religious ritual, not being a good person, or living a clean life. Paul wrote to Jesus' followers in Ephesus saying, quote, saving is all God's idea, and it's all God's work. All we do is trust, i.e. faith, him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and the saving. End quote. That's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 in the message. As I read through the Faith Hall of Fame this morning, I couldn't help but think about some of those mentioned and the facts of their lives. Noah, don't know if you know this or not, but he got blackout drunk and ended up naked in his tent. Abraham, on multiple occasions, he passed his wife off as his sister for social and political expediency, placing her at great 
risk. And when God's promise of a child was long in coming, Abraham slept with his wife's maid to have a child, and then later abandoned both the maid and his firstborn son. Now Sarah, his wife, she's the one who talked her husband into sleeping with her maid in order for Abraham to have a son. And then when she herself had a son, she made her husband banish the maid and her child. Jacob, well, Jacob was a deceiver. He deceived his own brother out of his rightful birthright and his inheritance as a firstborn. Moses was a murderer. Rahab was a prostitute. Samson was a sex addict. David was both an adulterer and a murderer. You get the picture. God's Faith Hall of Fame is filled with flawed human beings just like me. In fact, they were flawed human beings just like every other human being on the planet. Yet that's exactly why they made the hall. Despite their own obvious shortcomings, they believed and had faith in God's promises. This morning's chapter is a great reminder that what God is looking for is not perfect human beings, not even good human beings, but human beings with the simple willingness to believe in his promises and the confidence to live according to spiritual realities that can't themselves be physically seen, only their effects. I'm reminded this morning of the blind man who said to Jesus, Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see. A friend suggested recently that I should pray that regularly, as it is as spiritually apt for me as it was physically apt for the blind man. Indeed. Lord, open the eyes of my heart and soul so that I can see into the Spirit. As for the steroid-era baseball players being in the Baseball Hall of Fame, I don't know. Still need to mull that one over a pint. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.